All your favorite CBC podcasts are now available on YouTube. The best in award-winning true crime investigations, hilarious comedies, vibrant pop culture conversations, and even more audio series are all available on CBC Podcast's YouTube channel. You'll also find exclusive video first episodes, YouTube shorts, and behind-the-scenes content from our hosts and producers that you can't find anywhere else. So if YouTube is your go-to source for podcasts, just search CBC Podcasts and hit subscribe, and you'll never miss the latest update. This is a CBC Podcast. It started with a SoundCloud DM, and now Baby Gravy is headlining major festivals all around the world, cracking the Billboard charts. Baby No Money and Young Gravy will be here in studio to talk about how the internet, like TikTok and SoundCloud, it's not just the new frontier for hip-hop, it's also how you meet the collaborators you make music with. That's coming up. Are vegans actually unhealthy? Does cannabis ruin your sleep? And why are so many men taking testosterone supplements? I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And we're the creators of the popular YouTube channel ASAP Science. Every week on our podcast Side Note by ASAP Science, we explain the science behind a controversial subject with recent research, up-to-date studies, and ridiculous stories so you are entertained while, bam, simultaneously learning. We're here to make science make sense. Download Side Note by ASAP Science wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tom Power. You're listening to Q. There are many iconic duos in history. Siegfried and Roy... Penn and Teller, Maverick and Goose, Jim the Anvil and Brett. But you're listening to another one right now. Just take a listen. That is Young Gravy and Baby No Money with Goodness Gracious from their new joint project, Baby Gravy 3. Young Gravy and Baby No Money are two huge rappers in their own right. Each has millions of followers on TikTok, hundreds of millions of streams. But the story starts way before they had any money or success. They first linked up seven years ago when they were just two kids who loved hip-hop. Fast forward to now, they're playing shows for tens of thousands of people. They're about to release their third project as a duo. So we thought, given that it's hip-hop week, what better time to catch up with the Vancouver rapper Baby No Money and the American rapper and TikTok star Young Gravy. And we talk about their careers, about the realities of what it actually means to be famous on the internet. Here's our conversation. How are you? Good, man. How are you? Good. I'm good. Nice to see Do- you. Doing good. Yeah. Doing real good, man. I feel like you've spent a lot of time in <laughs> Canadian broadcasting. I feel like I saw you on Family Feud. Yeah. You guys yeah, together. he brought me, he brought that, me for Yeah, that. that was epic. When, when we got asked to do it, I was like, holy guacamole. Who was on your team? Uh, so Julie is my clothing designer, so mm-hmm. she makes a bunch of pieces of clothing with me. Um, uh, Freddie Dread, Young Gravy. Freddie Dread's an artist from Toronto, I guess Oshawa, but a Canadian artist. And then my brother, who I flew back from Copenhagen, and he lost us the game and didn't say, he literally said nothing. I don't know if you, yeah, he didn't lose the game. <laughs> there, there was a bad call. There was a bad call. Well, a, do you remember, what, tell me, what was the question? <laughs> there was, a, was another word for courageous. What's another word for courageous? Brave. Brave. And yeah. he, he was like, uh, and I'm like, ah, oh, Ed. Yeah, but that was the only we love Ed, so it's fine. I don't know too much about how you guys uh, got together. So I was I was reading a little bit to get ready for this. I was hoping you might tell me this story. Can you tell me the story? Like, it was a, a DM like seven years ago? 
pretty yeah. much. Yeah. About seven years ago, he slid into my SoundCloud DMs, and I had not been rapping for very long. I had like 100 followers on SoundCloud. I think I had like 180. Oh, okay. So it wasn't one of you chasing the other person with, with a gigantic following no. or anything no. like that. We were both I, super low-key. I really liked his music, and I knew it would blow up. I just heard it, and I was like, this is the most original nonsense I've ever heard in my life. It's great. And we just became friends. He like knew how to say my name before anyone else, and... Yeah. What was the inflection point for each of you when it was when it went from like a hundred followers to like a kajillion? May twenty seventeen for him. May twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah, my song Mr. Clean started getting used a lot more on the, like Instagram and like social media. They're putting on like sports videos and meme compilations and stuff. Yeah, and it just randomly went up a lot. Mr. Clean, baby, why you blow so mean? Mr. Clean, pull up with my whole damn team. Mr. Clean. Mr. And I think it was, I was getting like a thousand followers a day. And like to that, at that point, that was like so crazy to us. I was like calling him and I was mind blown. Um, I remember it. I remember I was busing home from my uh, busing job. Where were you busing? At Steamworks in Vancouver. Oh, right now. It's, a, it's just a right on like the wharf kind of, uh, right where like the. So you had a day job. I had a day job. And I just remember him calling me or like texting me, and being like, "Dude, like every time I open up Instagram, I'm getting a thousand followers." And I just remember looking at that text and be like, "Dude, he's blowing up. <laughs> That's crazy." And uh, after that, we I had a bunch of music ready with him, and I was like, "Okay, well now's my shot. Like I need to stop partying, going out, doing anything." So I just went like eight for two years. Don't know if I can swear, but you can you, see, you can do whatever you want. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Um, and. It, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, when someone says you can do whatever you want, the Gravy response is this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing. You, that's the first thing you do is you say the word "yeah" in a hushed tone. I've often heard that. That's, that's the, um, so okay. So you figured I'm going to work really, really hard. Yeah. And, and and I have an opportunity here through my buddy. Yeah. To maybe have it uh, happen at the same time. So he brought me on a bunch of tours, and it was a more like a slow, organic, you know, like just normal slope and then la 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 i dropped it on june 7th and it immediately went gangbusters viral and like that was like a real parabolic slope for my career did i really just forget that melody when i popped off then your girl gave me just a little bit of lot job baby so cold he from the north he from the canada bankroll so low i got nothing else that i can withdraw ran up the door ever since it's been like you know kind of it like i am the la 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 guy but at least i'm a guy <laughs> i think both both of us kind of had a long slow normal slope especially compared to some artists that blow up nowadays like with tiktok and other social media yeah, we just did a massive tour. We were just at History in when was that December? But a small show, we, small that show was a small show on the tour, and some what was the biggest one? Like seventy eight hundred in Minnesota. Man, oh man, it was nuts. Just absolutely g ridiculous. In all seriousness, that must be like rewarding for you guys to have met with like a hundred mm -hmm. SoundCloud yeah. followers. No guarantee of anything working out for one of you. Yeah, and then for it to kind of have worked out so well there's for the two of you. There's no business even to be had. So it was just friendship. Yeah. You know, we didn't weren't making any money for the first period of time. That yeah. must be. That must feel great. Yeah, it's sick. Honestly, like I, I don't really have too many complaints. I'm getting way better at being like proud of myself and and like being a happier individual just as a, in the basis of my life. But I was standing at his house, that is his newly fresh uh, mansion, actually, and I just was like standing looking at the view, and I was like, 
wow like i bought a i bought an apartment i sold it and i've already been able to do that and he bought a house and it's beautiful and it's just like nuts that we have done what we've done from legitimately like no help at all let's listen to some music let's do it my delicious yep fictitious gravy so clean you should see my dishes people i live think i got three wishes endless ice bread I, I ain't never lacking, I be getting to the action I'm finessing with a passion President of smashing, five time champion Gravy came nice. through and put fashion out of fashion This is gonna sound good The clean version of this Yeah, it's gonna sound great They always say the public radio version Sounds better than the real <laughs> thing I've often <laughs> heard be, that before This is Freddie Dredd right here um, Nightmare on Peach Street Peach Tree Street by Baby No Money And Young Gravy from the new album Baby Gravy 3 um, how do you what's the process of you guys making music together I assume you don't get together um, we do a lot of times this, this, this album we did way more together um, the first two or I guess like the first one was completely like correspondence we never met in person yeah we never met in person oh we- so that whole time that you were I don't know if I can say that this whole time that you were um, this whole time that you were corresponding with one another and becoming really good friends and, and cheering one another on and watching each other have this viral success, you hadn't met? No. So we met, we met like a year and a half after we started talking. Um, so once he blew up, all the labels were like, hey, like, come on down to L.A. And we booked a show in Vancouver at the Cobalt, mm-hmm. if you've ever been. Uh, it's like 60 people or something? Yes. Yeah, Maybe less. 20. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, my yeah. mom got denied she didn't have her ID and my mom got denied and I remember my mom being pissed like, <laughs> and my mom and dad both pull up and they're not young I'm not saying that they're old I love my parents mom, dad, Vahan, Tina I absolutely love you guys so much but the, they're not the they're security not, guard was just like being such a right yeah. um, okay, so they got declined from your show declined from the show we did the show and then we ended up driving down all on the, the west coast had a really good like boys road trip and mm-hmm. booked some other shows too like a house party in Seattle yep. and uh, this one that got shut down in LA by the fire department because there were so many people <laughs> then we, per- we performed in a truck bed outside of it there's a video somewhere oh, that might be like, the coolest moment of yeah, your, that your was, career that Dude. was where like everyone just wanted to hear the music so bad that we just got up there and we're rapping yeah, some it guy off of the car speakers I love how DIY this is I love how you just kind of did it yeah we were and we were sleeping on people's couches and stuff and taking I, favors I mean you were sleeping on the couch I was definitely on the ground I know you guys not from SoundCloud, but from TikTok. That's when I first came across you guys. Yes. And I think TikTok's been really big for both of your careers, right? Totally. Talk to me a little bit about TikTok. My understanding is you weren't super crazy about the app at first. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I think it, I don't look at it. I use it, and it has helped me a ton. It's just kind of, I don't like how it's sort of changed people's consumption of music. What do you mean? It just seems like a lot of people who view TikTok a lot, and a lot of maybe just Gen Z in general, will their whole, you know, downloaded library of songs is just things that they hear on there rather than an album dropping and you listen to every single song. People aren't going elsewhere on the internet to search for music. It's not a it's not a way into a song. It's not a way to like be introduced to a song and then find that artist and listen to the whole record and be sort of moved by it as an artist. It's th- these little snippets are becoming the songs and that's a little disheartening. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the user interaction with how fast paced all content is now 
is like, why would they go listen to a full album when they just get what they need from one song? But it is cool at the same time because you have availability and accessibility for anyone to become an artist and record labels are becoming more and more obsolete every day and they genuinely know that. And uh, yeah. it's like it's less like ex- exploitative as far as uh, record labels come. And I'll have meetings with with people at the label that are supposed to be marketing stuff. Like we'll have a meeting on how to promote the album. Like yo, gravy, <clears throat> you got to make some more t- TikToks about MILFs, man. Like let's let's, let's get the <laughs> song in there. Let's promote it. Who's the mom? Working? I'm like, dude, that's I can do that. Yeah, I can do that if, if you want me to. But you don't don't like. And a lot of artists I've heard complain about the same thing. They're just getting forced by their label to. Like, hey, you go create a, a TikTok instead of us, you know, trying to think of something else. Because is that frustrating? Because you're wondering, like, hey, well, 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 what, what exactly are you doing for me here that I yeah. can't do myself at all? Yeah. yeah. Last time you were here, you said to me something along the lines of, like, back when La La first came out, you kind of had an eye for what was going to work on TikTok. You kind of knew. I didn't know that it would go that hard. I don't think anyone could have. I I knew that the song would do well. I Ari and I we were buying Bud Lights, and I was like, dude, like. How many streams do you think this is going to do? He's like, 30 million first year. I was like, dude, that's crazy. 30 million? And within like the first seven days, it did like 27 million. And at that time, like none of my songs were doing that. None of my songs to this date have done that. I don't know. Without TikTok, it definitely would not be nearly as big. But fundamentally, it's a good song. What have you noticed the changes that have been on TikTok recently? I just think that there's so, it's so oversaturated. Like breaking through now is just nuts. I think when in first starting um, any social media as an artist, it was every accomplishment we would have and every release we would have, you'd post about it and all your fans are there supporting you and getting hyped about it. But if you go to TikTok, no one gives a shit. They're just, they want to see something funny. So on my page, you go to my page and if any music video that we drop or we announce, it's like with the lowest viewed videos and then it's like me hitting on a random lady yeah. has 30 million views. Yeah. So it's TikTok, people don't care about like your success. They just think, want to see some funny stuff. Is that frustrating to you as an artist, as a rapper? Yeah, it's it's not ideal, but I think that if you do make wholeheartedly like an amazing project, people want to listen to it. And like, I'm just going to hope. This is very interesting to me. It's very interesting to see this kind of tension. I didn't really know about that. Is there is there a tension between the things that you want to rap about and the things that you know will do well on TikTok? Are those two different things? I would recommend artists not to try to make music for TikTok because I've seen people do it. And then it's just, you just end up with these songs that have all these weird little drops and yeah. talking. And Well, think about like Steve Lacey, like how he was on stage getting all pissed off about people only knowing that singular part of the song, which like, but people still know that singular part of the song. So it's like, what? at what point is it? Is it normalized? And at what point is it like, I mean, it's just the game we got to play now. So 100%. Yeah. There's been times where I'll be like, have been taking pictures with people at an airport or something, and then random people will come up and be like, who are you? And I'll usually just make something up and just like say I play tennis or something. But <laughs> if, if I want to just, if I want to, just get them to know right away. I just say, damn, Gravy, you so vicious. They're, oh, yeah, you're that guy. Right. And if it was him, he'd go, la, 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 la. Yeah. I've definitely been in Europe before, and uh, I needed to get in somewhere, and 
they didn't know Betty. So then I was like, well, I also made a la, 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 la. They're like, all right, you're good. <laughs> I knew that would be valid. Dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing a difference, though, here, though. Like, I feel like you, you seem, if you don't mind me saying so, you seem a little frustrated with the game right now, with the, you know, making little snippets to make a, to, to and people aren't listening to the full song. You seem a little more at peace with it. It's can't just, change it. You can't change it. It's kind of like politics. It's like, you know, you can't really change it that much because people are just going to rain down on their parade or, or your parade. And I feel blessed that we got to the point where we're at. Yeah, we got to the point that we're at and that when we started making music, we had tools like SoundCloud yeah. and Twitter and whatnot. It sounds like you guys are making these records to make really great music, to make the music that you want to make, not yeah. to get this massive success or these kind of viral moments. I mean, God mm-hmm. bless having a hit. feels good. Yeah. But, um, I mean, at this point, we're both pretty much done. I would say, like, not like not finished, finished career, but we're done. Mm-hmm. My done dad is really proud of me. Accomplished. And we're accomplished. We've accomplished some things that I, I never even thought could have been humanly possible. We, Jerry D. <laughs> Bro, Jerry D. You know what I mean? Like we did a family feud. So it's it's really cool to be able to do what we do. I think that it's just, yeah, you know, you just got to play ball sometimes. What's the best part about working together? It's just, it's like a break. We can trust each other's opinions instead of second guessing stuff. Yeah. You know, it's hard to finish a song on my own because I'm never sure. I'm like, do I really like this? But if we're together, we yeah. can just support each other and be like, yeah, that's fire. It's also like... We get to just be so much, well, at least for me, I got to be so much more eccentric in the ridiculous pocket. And I don't know why. I, I mean, like, I'm making a ballad album right now, too, but it's just fun making music with with friends, and he's a friend of mine. Plus, uh, thanks for coming in. Nice to, nice to talk to you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Baby No Money and Young Gravy were my guests. Together, they are... Baby Gravy. Their new album, Baby Gravy 3, is out everywhere August 25th. And yes, this is the CBC. All right, that is it for this episode of Q. Uh, the other conversation we have up is for Hip Hop Week. We we wanted to make sure that, like, given that hip hop is this big global phenomenon currently, that we have someone who, like, represents the global phenomenon that's happening currently. Like, someone who's, it's great to have pioneers, it's great to have up-and-comers, I'm glad we had them, but, like, what's happening right now in hip hop? The answer to that is Saweetie. Saweetie is, I mean, like, looking at the billions of streams, maybe like two billion Spotify streams. She had a McDonald's meal named after her. Take that. Grimace. Anyway, uh, Saweetie was here to talk a little bit about her journey to hip hop and, you know, how when she was rapping about luxury and wealth in Gucci bags, she could not have been more broke and how that was intentional. All right, go check that out. See you soon. Later on. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.